Before we begin, this podcast is a place of acceptance, diversity, and respect. This podcast respects all aspects of people, including race, ethnicity, gender expression, sexual orientation, socioeconomic background, age, religion, and ability. That being said, let us begin. What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, Uplifting, and Positive News for a More Progressive Society. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we try to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. We do that every Monday and Wednesday. We bring that uplifting and positive news. On Fridays, we talk about an issue, why it's an issue, facts about it, and how you can change it for the better. Or we have a wonderful positive interview. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. We got 10 positive news stories to talk about again today. Before we get started on that, make sure to like, share, subscribe. That's how hell you can help the podcast the most. You can spread this positivity and follow all our social media accounts in the description. And Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm on the uh, second day of spring break, second of six straight days at work. I'm enjoying it. Enjoying it a lot. Dude, I'm on my like uh, Sunday. Fourth day of seven straight days. At work? A, yeah, man. So you put in that uh, father hours, newborn baby. I know, I know. <laughs> oh. It's okay, Tim. It'll be worth it here in like, you know, 22 years when she graduates college. <laughs> Shout out to the class of, wow, doing the math, 2030. I'll be there, Tim. Oh, yeah, you 20... did that quick, man. Uh, no, it's 2040. That was bad math. Yeah, no, you failed. <laughs> you know who didn't fail this week? Who's that? Charlotte Pence. She's the daughter of Mike Pence, which is the vice president of the United States, in case you didn't know. She put out a book called Marlon Bundu's. A Day in the Life of the Vice President. You know who Marlon Bundu is? No clue. So it's the bunny. It's <laughs> it's a bunny that is the Pence's pet's pet, and they started taking pictures of it. Became it went viral, I guess. And so they wrote a children's book about it. And the children's book's been doing really well. If you actually look in the description, it's number two on the bestsellers list. Wow. And yeah, it's awesome. But here's the thing. Here's why I wanted to talk about it. The number one bestseller in America right now is a parody of her book. It's called, you know who John Oliver is? Sounds familiar. So he does The Last Week Tonight. He's got the glasses. And he did Last Week Tonight with John Oliver presents A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundu as well. But he made a parody of it because... Mike Pence isn't, you know, he doesn't have the best reputation with LGBT rights. (laughs) (laughs) My bad for laughing. So his book is about Marlon Bundu being a, well, a gay bunny. And it's a message of tolerance and advocacy. And all of the proceeds from it go to all kinds of nonprofits. It goes to the Trevor Projects and Age United. 
But what's awesome about this is, you know, politics has been a little toxic since 2016 in America. Yeah. But Charlotte Pence, like, her response to this book is perfect. Like, absolutely perfect. She said, and I quote, I mean, I think you know imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, but also in all seriousness, his book is contributing to charities that I think we can all get behind. And we have two books giving to charities, because hers is too. They're about bunnies, so I'm all for it. So, in a day of just spiteful, angry politics, I just think this is awesome. Two people making children's books about a bunny, all going, both all the proceeds going to charity, and being peaceful about it. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Good job, Charlotte Pence. Good job. Good job, JP, for uh, you know spreading some knowledge there. That's pretty dope, man. Your perspective was pretty awesome from all that. You know it. What you got, Tim? Well, man, uh, I'll go ahead and knock out two quick ones. My first one is, uh, did you know the animal shelter, like, basically waived all animal fees for pet adoption on uh, St. Patrick's Day? I was at work, and I was asleep because, you know, I don't drink, so I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, well, I I worked in the morning. I went to the energy game at night, and it was pretty fun and all, and I didn't even, you know, think anything of it, but I found out about it, and, um... I don't know the results to it. I'm going to try to find out, and I'll just add that to the next to the next time we record and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, I thought that was pretty dope. So that's one of my positive news stories there. Hold up. And, uh, they did that last year, remember? We talked about it, and then yeah, it was massively they, successful. Yeah, didn't they, like, uh, give away all their pets? Yes. So, man, I'm, I hope it, they did the same this year for sure. Well, let me go ahead and knock my second one out, though, dude. Uh We've been doing a lot of elderly, I don't want to say elderly, I want to say... Old people are doing awesome things <laughs> with the positive truth. I want to say master athletes, that's what I'm going to say. Master athletes are dominating the younger athletes with the positive truth. Man, so check this out, there's this 102-year-old woman that is breaking records in track and field still. She's been doing it since the age of 90. <laughs> Okay, what is she running? Running the 100, the 200, the 400. Right now, I think she's only running the 100, but her name is Ida Keeling. And she is just a goat. Let's just say that. I just wanted to bring up this story because I know we've been doing a lot of these athletes that have just been doing amazing things at, you know, 95, 96, 100 years old. And now we have a 102-year-old woman just out here doing work i mean there's a video that i'm going to share to the facebook page that you guys have to watch it's pretty dope there's at one point she's running and she crosses the finish line then she gets down and starts doing push-ups like it's ridiculous during the race like right after the race oh okay i was like yo that is cocky i like it though (laughs) (laughs) at 102 years old absolutely yeah that's awesome Thanks for sharing that, Tim Tim. I have a positive news story from Canada, from Western University. It's in Ontario. They had their 20th annual Canadian Asian International Students Association fashion show. Yes, that was a mouthful. It's called Kesa. And they donated, they raised money each year. And they donated, they they raised $50,000 and they donated all to charity to the Children's Health Foundation. So good on these college kids. That's a lot of money, man. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Since you did two, I'll do another one. On Twitter, I saw this. This is, this is a crazy story as well. There's a man on Twitter named Charlie Hensley. And basically, he got a mobile phone and joined Twitter. But what's so significant about it was on March 7th, 2018, he was homeless. And so he joined, he got a mobile phone, just I have no clue how he got it. And he joined Twitter and he started talking, he started tweeting about his homelessness. So he's had like 209 tweets. I'm trying to scroll to the bottom of his Twitter page. But he started out with just like simple stuff. But the thing is, he was getting all this support. And now over the past two weeks, he's got all these job offers. He's raised all this awareness, all this, all kinds of stuff. So first tweet, March 7th, second tweet. Someone gave me an old phone today. Local Costa has free Wi-Fi. Can sit outside, keep warning, use Twitter now. Can even charge it. There's a plug outside the Kohl's Arcade that works. Next tweet, it's cold today. Wish I had somewhere warm to go tonight. Next tweet, being homeless sucks. And then he starts retweeting all these like articles he's reading about being homeless and how hard it is and just breaking stereotypes. And now, two weeks later, He's been clean and sober for six years. He's got hundreds of offers for support, donations, job offers, whole lot of kindness and love. He says, I've been extremely lucky. Many aren't. Reach out, be kind. It saved my life. I just think it's awesome. Social media in a positive way. And yeah, he's still got the Twitter. It's still going. His uh, handle is Charlie Binbags. Charlie Binbags. That is social media in a positive way, and I love hearing stories like that, man. So thank you for that. You know it. What do you got, Tim? Man, so have you ever heard of a comfort closet? Um, is this a pizza stand? <laughs> so this comfort closet is pretty dope, man. So in Neota Elementary School in Tennessee, they uh, these kids have this this closet, and they call it a comfort closet. And basically what it's for, it's... um. It's for kids that they can secretly secretly grab hygiene products and clothes, you know, discreetly. It's pretty dope, man. It's basically, um, we did another story about this. What do they call it? A, uh, where you leave in canned foods and stuff. I am. Wow. Wow, Tim. Wow. I cannot think. (laughs) Blessing box. There we go. Blessing. Exactly. It's basically a blessing box, but for the classroom and it's hygiene products. I think it's really awesome. And. Looking at this closet right now, it's full of like shampoo and conditioner, deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrushes, and you know, the list goes on. It's pretty awesome, man. And I think every classroom should have this, man, because in all reality, like not all of these kids can always afford these products or even know how to use these products because you never know where their parents are at these days. And I thought this story was really, really, really dope. Yeah, it is awesome. Actually, leads into my next one. So there's this. There's a charity, well, nonprofit. It's called the the Lions Club in Central Massachusetts. And what they do is they collect eyeglasses and ship them to developing countries. Where they say on their web on their website, it's harder to buy it's, it's harder to buy glasses than to buy a car in some countries. That's how hard it is to get corrective lenses. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Right. Well, a man named Donald Fortin. He donated. 60,000 lenses to their foundation 
or about $300,000 worth of lenses. And yeah, so it usually takes them a year to collect 100,000. He donated 120,000 value to 300,000. And it's estimated that his donation is gonna get 60,000 people new corrective lenses for free. That's incredible. Yeah, man. So according to the World Health Organization, about 119 million people throughout the world are visually impaired. I'm raising my hand, but you can't see it right now. (laughs) So in countries where you can't get eye eye care, like I would be totally blind. I would be useless to society. So I think this is awesome. Shout out to Donald Fortin. Yeah, good job. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's crazy that, you know, it's harder to get glasses than a car in some places. So, yeah, that's, that's what, wild. I think I got the name mixed up. Donna Fortin is the one of the members of the Lion Clubs that got the donation. John ha- Hagland is the guy that donated it. So my bad on the name mix up. I like how I practiced the name beforehand, but then when it switched, I wasn't ready. But anyway, good, <laughs> good on John. <laughs> <laughs> well... Good job. <laughs> well, I got a quick one. Um, so there, there was this woman standing in the line at Walmart in Iowa, and uh, she saw this act of kindness, so she took a picture real quick and shared the story to Facebook. And basically what happened was uh, there was this man uh, paying for a few items, and uh, this man happened to be a veteran, an elderly man. And this young man came up to him and basically said, I just wanted to come up and say I'm thankful for you and I would like to pay for your groceries. And that's exactly what he does. I thought it was pretty awesome because, you know, you got the picture of uh, the cashier smiling real big and the young man coming up and paying for it on his little credit card machine. And I thought it was really dope. I like how whenever (laughs) all these camera phones are leading to all these positive news stories. Where are all these camera phones whenever I'm doing something cool? what I want to know but yeah that's awesome who who thinks to like take a picture of this stuff I don't know but I like that trend better than like people yelling out world star you know what I mean <laughs> yes completely right Tim it's just I am like whenever I see something cool my last my last thing that goes through my head is pull out my phone and record especially when it's something nice usually people just pull out their phones and record when something crazy is happening but I, I, I totally appreciate this trend of people seeing something kind happening, putting it on their, recording on their phone, putting it on the internet. Keep that up. Tu sabes. What else you got for us, man? So my last positive news story is about a seven-year-old. His name's Chase Pennell. And he has this disease that is... Well, let's just say hard to pronounce, multi-centric cartoparcel osteolysis. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, it means he basically has a disease where it's hard for... His bones are degrading. He's seven years old, so he has to have this special wheelchair, and he had to get a special car, a special mobility van, so he had to leave school early every single day and they needed a new his family needed a new van to help you know push him around 
So he put they put a little GoFundMe together, and in two days they raised thirteen thousand dollars, all because every teacher, every principal, and the kids in the schools all went home, told everyone about it, all this community support, and so now Chase has this new new chair and a new van for his parents to help ship him around. Community sticking together, I think it's awesome. It is awesome, man. So shout out to Chase. Shout out to that community supporting him. That's what we're trying to build here. A little bit of positivity in the community. That's a lot of it, man. Absolutely. What's your last story, Tim? Oh, man, my last one I thought was pretty interesting. So have you ever collected anything as a kid? As a kid or as an adult? What did I just ask you? Have you ever collected anything as a kid? Yeah, as a kid, yeah. I thought I just, I read this sentence and I asked you something at the same time and I thought I asked you what I read and I was like, oh, I hope I did not ask you that on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I didn't really collect anything as a kid, now that I think about it. I just, I was spoiled. I just tried to get as many toys and video games as possible. But I didn't really collect anything. Did you? Uh, I think I tried to collect like stamps and just random stuff, but you know, I didn't really stick to it very long. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so uh, there's this kid, he started collecting rocks and, and ended up turning into a nice little museum for him. You know, he's 13 years old and uh, yeah, he has a, a public rock museum. And it was broken into and robbed earlier this week. What? Yeah, I, man. Hold up, let's two steps back. He started collecting rocks and he was so good at it, he started his own museum? Yes, sir. Okay, that's a positive news story in its own. Number two, who is stealing rocks? Just continue your story. Exactly, who is stealing rocks? They didn't know, nobody knew. So check this out, his name is Judah Tymon. And uh, he basically, this, this happened to him, didn't know what to do. And um, it's basically somebody went to the museum, they realized you know what happened, so they took the social media. And uh, basically, they realized that the thief stole six to $8,000 um, worth of items, um, whether it was rock or pieces of paper or whatever the case may be that was in there. But basically, it was six to $8,000 worth of damages as well. They stole the museum's donations jar as well. And um, yeah, they basically scarred this kid, right? So his community went to social media, man. They started to go fund me. Um, they let people on Twitter know what was going on. And now through the help of social media, people all over the world are sending rocks to this kid so he can start his museum back up. And his GoFundMe raised more than $9,000 just in a matter of three days. What kind of rocks is this dude stealing? Is he stealing um, vibranium from uh, Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what, what kind of rocks these are. But I just thought it was dope that the community came together and, and helped him out. But if he had any vibranium in there, man, we definitely got to stop by. <laughs> was it his museum in the first scene of uh, Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> it's that little kid. It's the, what's the dude's name? Uh, the one that broke in and then got out. Um, the from- one that helped Mike, Michael B. Jordan get into the place, into Wakanda. Are we talking about the the only white villain? Yeah, there we go. I didn't want to say 
<laughs> I, I think the villain was a little older than 13, Tim. So. I'm just saying that this is him as a kid. Nice, nice. Dude, it took oh, way too so long you're talking, to get there. Oh, so you're talking about how he was, whenever he was getting interviewed in the movie, he was talking about I got in before anyone else did and came out? <laughs> nice reference, Tim. Nice. We have totally yeah. got derailed. If you have not seen Black Panther, go see that movie. Yeah, anyway. please do. I'm out of positive news stories on that note. <laughs> well, we'll be back on Friday. We're, talk- we're, talk- being- we're talking about ALS, raising awareness for ALS. We're talking about the Ice Bucket Challenge, how it led to all this great new research with help being finding a cure for ALS. And then we're participating in the new ALS Pepper Challenge, where we both have a habanero pepper to support ALS, we challenge a few people. It's gonna be a quick, fun video. We highly suggest you check it out. It's audiovisual, so you don't just have to listen to it. You can check it out on our YouTube, on our Facebook. But before that, I have a positive quote since Tim was slacking. Indubitably. <laughs> In an age of social media, we need to all can realize that we shouldn't put our self-esteem in the hands of complete strangers. Helena I like Carta. It. Yeah, I like it too. Don't care about those likes. Keep your integrity on social media. Keep that positivity. Be yourself. Spread that love. Spread that belief in each other. Spread that community. We'll be back on Friday. And we're out. Stay positive.